Take a stroll. Can you imagine the way I felt? I couldn't unfasten a safety belt. Riding along in my calaboose. Still trying to get her belt loose. All the way home, I held a grudge for the safety belt that wouldn't budge. Cruising and playing the radio. Place to go.
<laughs> Didn't really have an opening uh, thought, honestly. I was just kind of like, well, I guess we'll fade out. Like, you know, most of the other, you know, DJs that are, that, you know, oh, he's at, well, I didn't know what to say. That's okay. 10.05. The last day of February, two hours. No, an hour and 55 minutes until it's March. And we're going to spend... The next 55 minutes with some good music here on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. And every day I have the blues, that was no particular place to go from Chuck Berry. From his album, St. Louis to Liverpool, 1964. And also featured on his compilation album, The Great 28 of 28 hits that he had recorded and released. And today is... February 28th. So I was like, figured, why not? Start off with some Chuck Berry. Today is honestly, is honestly kind of a bit of a, of a weaker, a bit of a weaker uh, day for stuff. I mean, there's not a lot that has happened in history on this day. So it'll be a relatively light, lighter show. Uh, but we'll still do it, and we're gonna start with uh just 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 a little thing you know about this little known R and B singer named Gene Allison, uh who passed away on this day. I know starting you know a little bit sad, but he was uh out of the Nashville scene in the fifties that was not country music. He was uh offered to sing as a teenager with some doo wop groups. And later, a record producer by the name of Ted Jarrett, who would later work with, uh, did he work with them? I'm not exactly sure. But he was big in the, in the Nashville scene uh, with country, gospel, and soul music. He signed Allison to uh, a record deal and later... Uh, then, or at least helped him get a record deal with VJ Records and released a, his debut song, which was called You Can Make It If You Try. And didn't, and that, that, well, it didn't bring him, you know, worldwide instant, you know, legendary success, but it was a top 40 hit, number uh, 436 in the pop charts, number three in the R&B charts, and, uh, Later had two more R&B hits that uh, allowed him to open a 24-hour soul food restaurant called Gene's Drive-In in Nashville. <laughs> and that's what he did for the rest of his, of his life. He just ran this soul food restaurant in Tennessee. And he would perform every now and then, uh, but passed away in 2004 at the age of 69 because of kidney failure. And so I was like, let's give him his due diligence and his due recognition here is Gene Allison, quick two minutes of You Can Make It If You Try. Here on Everyday I Have the Blues with me, Elliot Corrieth, on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection.
You can make it if you try. You can make it if you try. You can make it if you try. Oh, yeah. You can make it if you try. Sometime you'll have to cry Sometime you'll have to lie You're gonna live on till you die Oh, yeah You can make it if you try Make it easy. 
can make it if you try Sly and the Family Stone not really a blues song but guess what it's my show and you know what that means we play the music that I want to play and because we played the other you can make it if you try from Gene Allison we're playing the Sly Stone one because Sly Stone rules anyway moving on uh, 1970 by this point, the Beatles are done. The Stones still riding very high, uh, but they're on a break right now at this moment. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young are really popular, and then the new band making the waves, Led Zeppelin, was on their European tour when, on this day. They had to use a different name in order to play in Denmark because the original, or I should say, a descendant of Count Ferdinand von Zeppelin, the creator of the Zeppelin balloon, Frau Eva von Zeppelin, threatened to sue the band if they performed under their name in Denmark because she objectified to Zeppelin in their band name. So, they decided to perform under a different name called the Knobs. They were actually going to be what's speculated to be called Ned Zeppelin at first, or Ned, yeah, Ned Zeppelin, which... Jimmy Page did find humorous. However, they went with the knobs and they were able to successfully play in Copenhagen, which was the stop on that tour, where even uh, Frau von Zeppelin, Frau Eva von Zeppelin, called them, uh, called the group Shrieking Monkeys. Hilarious coming from a, uh, a descendant of royalty, I should say, I think. Uh, right? Yeah, kind of royalty 
of Denmark when they all just shriek over there. Nah, it's okay. You Denmark, you chill. You be chilling. But, however, I did. I was able to look at their tour set list, and they did perform one, or for their encore, they performed a cover, or I should say what was not a cover and then became a cover of Bring It On Home from Sonny Boy Williamson II. That was originally credited to the band on their second album as the original songwriters. And then they had to hold the whole lot. Yeah, that whole lawsuit and whatnot, blah, 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 whatever. We already know the story. But I thought, why not? Let's do whatever that encore was on that day with Bring It On Home. So we might as well here on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. And every day I have the blues. Zeppelin beats Denmark. One or two nil. Zeppelin, everyone. Oh, wait. I'm, not, I'm trying to hit the post here. Ready to Paul Chicago's College Connection. I already said that. Every day I had the blues with me. Elliot Coria. Bringing it on home.
Sonny Boy Williamson II from More Real Folk Blues, or really was released as a single and then included on his compilation of More Real Folk Blues from 1966. And the song before that was a cover of his Bring It On Home from Led Zeppelin, from Led Zeppelin II. And it's 1026, but we're going to take our break a little bit early. But when we come back, when we come back, we're going to talk about two birthdays with one of them getting two songs to show his exemplary multi-instrumentation here on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection, and every day I have the blues. Please make a connection. This is Fullerton. The stop for Radio DePaul. Your Chicago College Connection. The most dangerous trend on college campuses. 
the jewel. The vapor clouds of jewels on college campuses are prevalent everywhere. Small clouds of vapor rise to the heavens as students depart from the buildings. But it needs to be known, jewel is not cool. Stay clear of the dangerous trend and be cool. This message brought to you by Radio DePaul, Chicago's college connection. It's hard to keep track of everything going on in Chicago. That's why the reporters at 14 East work to tell the stories behind the hot topics and controversial issues circulating conversation. Every Friday, 14 East publishes stories ranging from arts and culture to news and politics. To read their most recent lineup, visit 14eastmag.com or follow them at 14eastmag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with what's happening in Chicago. 14 East Magazine, stories beyond the skyline. This message brought to you by 14 East and Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. When you walk into Glasscott Saloon at 2158 North Halstead in Chicago, you're actually traveling back in time in a way because the Glasscott family has been in the groggery business since the 1800s. And the saloon, or groggery if you prefer, has been serving Chicago since 1937. And if you like Greek food, have it delivered from the Athenian Room nearby and keep on drinking and commiserating. For more information, head to glasscots.com or stop by Glasscott Saloon today at 2158 North Halstead. Hi, this is Frank Tunnett. This is Ian, Jamie, Kevin, Sean, and Charles from Stampy. I'm Kelly from Camp Hope, and you're listening to Radio DePaul. And you're listening to Radio Welcome back, everyone. Three minutes even for the ad and station ID break. And whose birthday is it today? It's Brian Jones's birthday. The late guitarist, multi-instrumentalist, singer, leader, founder of the Rolling Stones. Passed away at the age of 27 in 1969. He would have been 81 today. 81. In fact, people forget how little power that Jagger and Richards had when they entered the band because the band was Brian's band. He gave them the name. He was the leader, the guitar player. He was the Stones in the beginning. And then as Jagger and Richards begin writing songs together and getting a lot of the spotlight, the Jones, or Jones, you know, took a step back, especially at the behest of their manager, former manager, Andrew Lug Oldham, who pushed the band towards a musical sound that was against the blues. That is why when you listen to their discography from when they began in 63, 64, and then by 66, 67, they had more of a Baroque pop sound, eventually culminating in their satanic majesty's request, which was their ripoff of Sgt. Pepper's, uh, or allegedly. That's Oldham's uh, doing, and Jones really did not like that. But because of that musical direction, Jones was able to play not only the guitar or play guitar parts, but also the sitar. That is him playing on the sitar on Street Fighting Man and uh, Paint It Black. 
but also the marimba on Under My Thumb and Out of Time, the organ on Let's Spend the Night Together, the Appalachian dulcimer on Lady Jane, the recorder on Ruby Tuesday, the Mellotron on She's a Rainbow, and also uh, the auto harp on Ride On Baby, and actually, you know what? Hold on. Maybe you might play that song instead. Instead of uh, that one, but I'll check. We'll, we'll see what the, the, the second song will be because the first song is going to be him playing that, that guitar. And that guitar is going to be from his slide work from the Stones' cover of Little Red Rooster. Yeah, that's him playing the guitar, the slide guitar. And actually, Keith Richards, one of the reasons why uh, after Mick Taylor left the band in 1975, that Keith Richards hired Ronnie Wood is because Ronnie Wood uh, reminded him a lot of how he, about how Keith, Keith Richards and Brian Jones weaved guitar parts together. And that was the key to why he wanted to hire Ronnie Wood. So even after his death, Brian Jones's legacy looms large and within the Rolling Stones. So here is Little Red Rooster from the Rolling Stones here on Radio DePaul's Chicago's College Connection. And every day I have the blues. <laughs> Too late to crow for day. I am the little red rooster. Too late to crow for day. Keep everything in the farm. in the house Dogs begin to bark Hounds begin to howl Watch out strange camp Little red roosters on the prowl If you see my little red rooster Please drive him home If you see my little red rooster
Stray Cat Blues. Oh, there we go. The Stones from Beggar's Banquet. A deep cut on that album. Nestled in between Factory Girl and Prodigal Son, or Prodigal, however you pronounce it. Some before that, Little Red Rooster, a cover of Howlin' Wolf by the Stones as well. That's Brian Jones on the slide guitar for the former, and then this, the latter, the Straight Cat Blues. You can, you can, if you really listen closely, you can hear a Mellotron. And that's Brian Jones playing it. It's, it's lo, low in the mix, but it's mixed beautifully and blended well together. Also on the birthday list, and what would have been his 84th birthday, is John Fahey, who many don't know, but musicologists love him, know him, who is the founder, or at least the, the man that had the foundation of American primitive music, or American primitive guitar. That was a mix of self-taught nature of uh yeah it was a mix of a self-taught nature term from painting as well as a minimalist style with finger style guitar playing he borrowed from blues and folk traditions in american roots music and would later incorporate world music influences in 20th century classical music into his work becoming a avant-garde hero to many. And he passed away in 2001 at the age of 61 after complications from heart surgery. But he is uh, labeled as one of the more influential guitarists of all time and continued performing all the way about to his death and uh, has been, you know, somewhat of a cult figure for many. And I listened to a few of his songs and man, is it just straight, almost country folk blues mania. It's great. It's awesome. I highly recommend to listen to it. And it's it's fantastic. It's on Spotify. Go listen to it. I, I recommend listening to Sunflower Blues or Sunflower River Blues. But we're going to play one song from his first album, Blind Joe Death which was recorded at the St. Michael's and All Angels Church in, in, in Adelphi, Maryland, where there are fewer than 100 copies available of the first version of the album, as well as inducted into the National Recording Registry with the Library of Congress, with no official record label release in fact, it's on the Fahey's own label, Tacoma Records. It has been studied and written about as a portal to the past for guitar music. Here is Sligo River or Sligo River Blues. Here on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection, with me, your host, Elliot Corrieth. On every day, I have the blues.
Devil with the blue dress on. Good golly, Miss Molly Mitch Ryder in the Detroit Wheels. 1966, an R&B soul hit. The song before that, Sligo or Sligo. We'll see how, how it's pronounced, River Blues, from John Fahey. And now it's 10.51, just about at the end of the show. We're going to play a long one, a long song here. On this day, 2006, the Bruce Springsteen Archives released the live recording of his performance at Hammersmith Odeon in London, 1975, and what was called one of his greatest performances of all time, even though he hated it, thought, we, thought they sucked. 
bad, horrible. But the crowd thought otherwise. And in what became his only European, non-North America tour date for like, I want to say, 10 years? He didn't return to Europe till the 80s. This was his only time. And, you know, he was like, I don't like England. It's weird here. But alas, they had this recording. They had a video. It's now on YouTube, and it's great. And uh, one of my favorite songs is a real rock and roller. And that's Rosalita, Come Out Tonight. Nearly 10 minutes, but it's a doozy, but it's the doozy you wanna you want to stay and listen for. So we're going to play it. Here on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection, and every day I have the blues. The boss coming to Wrigley in August. I'll be there. You bet your booty I'm going to be there. (laughs) We'll see how much uh, money I can scrap together. But anyway, here's the boss, everyone. Thank you for listening. Radio DePaul. Elliot Coria. On the other Gonna end up with the boss. Side of the border. I will not be here next week. I'll be in New York. She was sitting there giving me food. But I will be back the week after. Make my mouth. Thank you again. Rock on. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, everyone. March is upon us.
I'm bored. Just get some school. Work real cool. Stay out all night. It's gonna feel alright. Some rosy comments.
Listening to Radio DePaul, best station in the nation, 2020.